Welcome to Manifesting 101, the podcast. I'm Kimberly Fitton, everybody's favorite mind shift mentor, shifting your mindset in the areas of your life, the big five, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, and emotionally. My purpose in life is to obliviate, obliviate, obliterate, and uh, alleviate us from the weight uh, and guilt and shame that comes with legalism and religion and keeping poverty the standard operating procedure instead of the anomaly it was always supposed to be this is about manifesting from a spiritual supernatural standpoint i need to say this no matter what you believe in no matter what higher power you believe in if you're listening to this this is a christian non-religious based podcast i need to let you know it i need to let you know it because some people that are being attracted to the podcast like we are not in alignment and um with with those beliefs right i'm not yucking on your yum i'm just saying that if you want to converse with me i'm going to come from one specific lens and that lens is multifaceted and rooted and grounded in the inheritance given to us by the sacrifice of jesus christ god coming down to earth in in the person of jesus okay um and the inheritance that we get to rule the world, to rule worlds, to be multi-dimensional in our existence. We are not, we are not humans getting a taste of spirit existence. No, we are spirit getting a taste of what it is to live a human experience. And, and you know what I said it again I'll I've said it before I'll say it again you have two thumbs and you are powerful to disagree and you actually have um, a finger that you can push to go on to the next podcast or go on about your day it's gonna be all right because your space is blessed wherever your feet uh, tread upon is blessed and I know for a fact wherever the soles of my feet tread upon are blessed and I wish you well so I had to get that out of the way because I, I can't even describe to you what the inbox has been looking like lately but Hey, hey, y'all. Just a couple of announcements before we get into it. Uh, May 1st. My birthday is May 15th. And so every year uh, I do something that draws um, me closer to God. Um, I give my birthday. I've given my birthday to God for all the last, uh, since I was 40. Since I turned 40. That That's when I did it. And I want to say, nope, 39, I started doing a charity event on my birthday. So quick story before we go into our 17 seconds of gratitude. Um, birthdays have always been important to me. And I just always expected everybody to turn up and celebrate me the way I would celebrate them. And then it led to me being disappointed um, because, you know, the weight was on my significant other. Um, my family would always celebrate birthdays with a family dinner and uh, a prayer over whoever's birthday it was and gifts, right? Um, I put it on my significant other to like really go, you know, for broke. <laughs> um, and, you know, because I did it for them. And every time it was just really whack. And I remember thinking, who said that, who gave you the idea that you had to wait for someone to do something special for you, do something special for yourself? And then um, I met this wonderful, wonderful girl named Erin Kuba. Erin was a freshman and I was teaching her in my freshman seminar course. And 
she was fighting a type of cancer, um, and had, you know, she had won her battle with it. And every birthday, even while she was taking her treatments, her birthdays during those times, she did a charity fundraiser for the children's hospital, University of Iowa. And I remember thinking when she asked me, Miss Finn, would you play kickball? You know, it's a fundraiser for my birthday. And um, I was like, what? This is what you do? She's like, oh, yeah, I've done it every year. And I, I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> how fulfilling, how fulfilling. So I've done something, um, to raise money for a scholarship for a student on my birthday, um, or held an event for youth, um, and given back to them. And then I also set aside a time uh, to enhance my prayer and my meditation and my fasting, um, just enhance my consecration for the days leading up to my birthdays. Uh, last year we did 40 days, um, of prayer, um, and, uh, this year it's going to be 15. Um, and so on May 1st, we're doing 15 days of, you know, growing in intimacy with God, really unpacking our first love gate, which I'm going to talk about today. Um, the garden of our heart, all those things. Um, and I'll get into it. Uh, we're going to do that for 15 days. It'll end on May 15th, my birthday. So we'll be meeting via a prayer line. And so we'll start our day. There'll be a downloadable, you know, a printable for you to journal and utilize if you choose to participate. Um, I do not charge for people to participate to get closer to God. I just, I don't see how that's ethical or how there's merit in that. So, um, it's free. All you need to do is email info at KimberlyFinton.com and say, I'm interested in 15 that's, you could put that in the subject line if you want to just make sure that it's an email that you check often. And that's how you know what's happening. That's how you get the zoom link, um, or the prayer line, um, number, um, determining which would be better for me, um, and more consistent without any glitches in the morning. Um, so anyway, there is that, there's that announcement for you. Um, what the shift is a book that pre-orders, uh, you'll be able to do that in May as well. Um, and then we'll have the book release in June. I cannot wait. This will be my fourth book. First one is, um, first one was, uh, science of greatness. First one is, sorry, science of greatness, taking the guesswork out of purpose. Second one is the decree journal. The third one was a Bible of abundance. And this one is what the shift, um, with what the shift is, um, about shifting the big five areas of your life. It also comes with like a bunch of tools and so much more. And there's a, a devotional with that. So I'm a lot of exciting things on the horizon. And I just want you to be in the know, my manifesting 101 of friends. All right, let's do 17 seconds of gratitude. If it's your first time listening, then let me explain it to you. Welcome. Um, the world gets better in your perspective, when you live from a place of gratitude, it also keeps us in alignment, keeps us tuned in, tapped in, turned on to the frequency of heaven. So we could discern who we should pour into, who we should receive from, where we should go, what we should create. Gratitude is just thanking the divine for everything that he has done and everything that he is going to do through you. Gratitude is acknowledging that every good and perfect thing comes from you. And I am unstoppable because of you. 
thank you for allowing me to be a co-laborer with you. You know, like gratitude also changes your body chemistry. It gives a little, you know, rush, just like you would if you were eating chocolate. You know, you feel good when you're you're eating sweets. Maybe maybe y'all ain't got that problem. <laughs> I know I feel good when I do it. Um, it's the same thing for me when I meditate on the goodness of the divine and just how great and wonderful and intentionally is. So let's get into it. 17 seconds of gratitude. I am grateful for my phalanges, uh, my eyes, my ears, my heart, my lung, my teeth, my lips, my hair follicles. I am so happy and so grateful that I get to feel and smell and taste and touch and hear all of the beauty, I give thanks for the fact that while I'm um, recording this, I can hear the birds singing their praise to you. And how awesome is that? I can hear the wind. I have strength in my body. I can walk. Whew. I can exhale. And inhale, goodness, I can purchase. I have purchasing power. Because of you, money flows to me. I'm a magnet because of you. Because I realize that I'm not building any pedestal for anything, anyone. Because I am in the magic because of you. And as always, you know we do more than 17 seconds. Because it makes us feel good. It makes us feel good. All right, let's get into it. The first love gate. I have a story for you. Okay, I'm not a gardener. So my mom and my dad, um, they moved to Georgia in October. And if you know anything about older people, as they get older, they do not want new doctors, no new friends. And so um, they traveled to spend some time with me. But the reason they traveled, drove 14 hours, is because they were going to their appointment. So they were staying with me. They've been staying with me. And my mom is this master gardener. She's really amazing. She's beautiful with it. It's just uh, something she thoroughly enjoys. I will tell you the first time I started planting with her was last uh, summer because there's nothing attractive about dirt to me. Um, there's nothing attractive about bending over and doing all that grunt work and potting plants. I just, you know, also I've been known to kill a few plants. I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, your plants cannot stay alive in my company and I'm, and I'm sorry. I've been, I've been gifted a lot of plants who have met their, uh, um, untimely end <laughs> being under my care and under my watch. I've tried so hard, but I even had a cactus and the person was like, you, it's impossible for you to kill it, Kim. <laughs> With God, all things are possible. Like literally, I, I could, you know, I can't. I had this idea because my front, the front of my house, the the flower patch that was there, atrocious, so atrocious that when my um, HOA, homeowners association, you know, met and had a ice cream social for the neighbors to meet and greet each other, um, they asked me which house I lived in. The lady was like, "Um, which house do you live in?" I was like, "Oh, I'm right down there," you know, and she's like, "Oh, the one." with the weeds <laughs> I was like not today Madge because I'm busy I don't have time so anyway I had this idea and my mom was like sure let's do it in my head it was like a two-hour process from start to finish right um but when I stepped outside because I had a meeting on Saturday morning and I stepped outside I saw that my mom had 
two huge bags of weeds and dead plant, right? And there was just so much more. So I had to start hoeing. I never thought I would say that, but you know, I took the garden tools and then just started pulling out the weeds and they were so hard. They were so deep. They were so deeply embedded. And I heard the Lord begin to speak to me and, and what I know about God's voice is he, he shows up in activities you had no intentions of finding him in or activities you had any intention of doing. And so he said to me, what am I saying to you, Kimberly? And I was like, well, what are you saying? As I'm working and, you know, and getting at it, there's this particular route where I tried to pull it out and it was coming out and then it stopped. And my mom was like, you have to chop it. Um, and then we'll get some weed spray and we'll figure it out. But I had to chop it and I thought it was going to be quick. It wasn't. Um, there were so many things deeply embedded in there that the root, what I saw was the root isn't actually where it started. And so my mom was pointing out a weed that had grown very high on the side of the house. And she was like, Kimberly, those roots belong to that. And I would have never guessed because on the surface, it just looked like a little pool here or there, you know, um, but underneath the soil was the real work, the real antagonist to the things I wanted to grow growing. And there's some lovely orange tulips growing in my front yard. And unfortunately, I lost some of those because the weeds had intertwined in something good. And if I left it there, it would, it would choke out the plant. And the Lord began to speak to me and he was like, this is, this is what the garden of your heart looks like. This is what your journey has been like. Every time you think that you've arrived in something, and I'm talking about myself in the area of love. So I believe I have an open heart. I believe I have all these things and I'm ready for it. And the Lord was like pointing out, there are roots deeply embedded in, in your garden from seeds planted that were negative. So, um, for example, my ex telling me that I wasn't lovable, um, that they would marry me if only I changed this, 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 and this, um, that I thought too highly of myself. Those are seeds. Those words are seeds. And I let them take root in my heart instead of swatting them away and saying, Lord, you show me what needs to be changed. Lord, what do you say about me? Opening up my word and seeing what God is saying about me. No, I took that in. Um, the spirit of rejection, the seeds from rejection, I took that in. And these are deeply rooted weeds. And over the years in the spiritual journey of becoming, the Lord has been a master gardener and pulling these things out. And all I had to do was say yes. Um, the Lord wanted to remind me that he was the one doing the hard work. Now I'm not going to get, I'm not going to take it away from us, right? Saying yes to healing is hard. Saying yes to healing is hard. And then living a life that without being healed is harder, is hardest. How about that? And the thing is, the Lord is the gardener. It says, you know, he, he is the husband man of the vineyard. He's the owner and operator of it. And sometimes he has to till the 
ground in the garden of our heart to get out the weeds, to get out the rocks, to get out the thistles, to get out the caterpillars and the moth, you know, the things that eat away at vegetation, the things that eat away and cause things not to bloom. And we think that we're feeling the pain of a heartbreak. What sometimes what you feel in this journey is the pain and process of healing. The hardest work, though, is on the shoulders of the divine. He's pulling out the root of a thing and showing us the root of a thing. And all we need to do is say, Lord, I give you the garden of my heart. I give you the garden of my heart. In the garden of our heart, if we don't allow the process to take place, the good seeds will fall on stony ground. The good seeds will be choked out by weeds. The good seeds will only land in the surface area of the soil without being deeply planted and, and wash away when the weather changes, when it, when it rains. And in order for seeds to do what they do, to produce, they have to be planted appropriately. Have you ever felt that you were healed in an area and then you have a situation and it's like, man, I thought I was over that. I thought I made progress. Please stop being hard on yourself. Please do not let that weed of guilt and shame choke out the fact that you are making great progress. What it is, is we are faced with situations that allow us to triumph. We have the opportunity to triumph. We have the opportunity to put in place all that we've learned, this manifestation journey, this journey that you are on, this journey of self-actualization is less about manifesting the thing and more about becoming. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? There are stages to this and it may look like on the surface that all you needed was a better job. All you needed was a little more money. All you needed was a relationship. All you needed was um, to forgive someone. All you needed was a chance. All you needed was a scholarship. All you needed was enrollment. It could seem like that. All you needed was a car. It could look like that. But I want to tell you there's something much more underneath the surface that the divine is working on. The reason why we cannot receive what is ours is because we don't believe we deserve it. And that's a root. That's a weed. That's a root. That's a weed. And so also praying a prayer in activation, Lord, show me what root you're working on. Show me what weed you're removing. Show me. What negative thinking has choked out. There's a passage of scripture that says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man answers, you know, I will sup with him and him with me. The door was not salvation. The door is the garden of your heart. Sometimes uh, many of us have not let him in, have, have, have not let him penetrate his love, penetrate our soil to where we can love ourselves relentlessly the way that he does that we can take joy in our existence relentlessly the way that he does and so that we can walk in compassion concerning ourselves and knowing that we cannot fail we cannot be stopped 
we can only be promoted. And, and yes, there are seasons of correction. Yes, that's happening. That's happening in the process. The pruning is happening in the process. But understand that just because you started last week doesn't mean you're finished. It's a continuous process. It is. So I'm going to pray a prayer real quick. And if you want to activate this, um, whether you've been through, you know, a breakup, you know, divorce, uh, fired from your job, you know, rejected in any way, root issues from your, you know, your childhood and things your parents might've done to you or whatever, you know, whatever trauma that's in your heart. And it, it forms a callus over that if we don't offer it up. And so I'm going to give you an activation. It's a prayer. I want you to think about praying for the next five days. Lord, I give you the garden of my heart. I give you full permission to move freely in the soil of my heart and uproot the things that don't serve me, that are not reflective of how you feel about me. Remove the weeds that are choking out the good things. Uproot the mindsets that are choking out the good things. I give you permission to be the owner and operator of the garden of my heart. I'm so happy and I'm so grateful you are healing each and every area now. Amen. You guys, this has been phenomenal. It has been a phenomenal time. Don't forget, info at KimberlyFitton.com. If you want to participate in the 15 days of intimacy, getting closer with God, info at KimberlyFitton.com. Just say, I would like to participate. It starts May 1st through the 15th, and you'll get instructions um, once you sign up. And I'm super duper excited. There'll be an infographic for it as well. I'm super duper excited for what is happening in your life. Thank you so much for the new listeners that have connected. And if this has blessed you in any way, you know, you can hit the cash app up. You can hit the Venmo. You can hit PayPal. Um, you can trade on what you're learning and what you're doing and how you're growing. That's totally up to you um, to keep the message going. You know what I mean? Like, it's totally up to you. Um, I want you to please remember that whatever space you go in, you are the magic. You're bringing greatness. So wherever your funky feet go, you better hold your head up high and be great. Love you guys.